Right now, live from the Best Friends Fancast studio apartment. It's the Best Friends Fancast show. This evening, we welcome our guests. She's a little concerned about America's upcoming civil war, but mostly because she's so opposed to new country. Also, she doesn't want to hear anything else coming from the Florida Georgia line. It's Leanne Ward. And she's the newest cast member of Real Housewives of Undisclosed Location. Her tagline is, I'm here to bring some balance to this show. Vestibular balance. It's Dr. Jen. Producer Price is here to let you know you don't have to wait to eat your chocolate uh, until it goes bad. Lisa, it's not any better just because it turns white. And also to let everyone else know that they can hop on board the appreciation station wagon. Enjoy the Best Friends Podcast Show! One for two. The first one was better, but that was all right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> the smattering of applause. Yeah, exactly. I enough. I said. didn't have the drop. Uh, I I will edit in gratuitous applause. It's fine. Um. All right. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast Show. Uh, your your regular hosts, Lisa and Rafi, are indisposed. I don't know what's going on with them. They're probably in jail. I mean, I've. I've been checking Instagram. They're both they're both up to trouble. They're in Texas. Uh, enough said. Death penalty. Um, but we have some special guests here. Uh, let's introduce them right away. Uh, Dr. Jen is here. Hi, Dr. Jen. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Happy to be here. How are you, Trice? Uh, you know, I'm better now that I'm recording with you all. Uh, also, Leanne Ward. Leanne, hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, I, oh, Jen just asked. Yeah, but you know what? It's a, uh, it's uh, it changes moment to moment. So it's, it's still a valid question. Um, any any shout outs, call outs? Let's let's hop into it. I have a couple of shout outs. Um, of course, normal shout outs to to the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group. Shout out to both you, Trice and Jen. And I have to do a specific shout out to Michelle Smith this week because John Moe, our Monday guest, um, did mention a, a music artist that both Michelle and I love. And I believe I may have influenced Michelle. I'll take that credit. Um, or kind of introduced her to Brandy Carlisle, but he called her by the wrong name. I think he said like Brandy Cartwright, but still he referred to Brandy Carlisle. So shout out to Michelle Smith. Michelle, even though I got her into to Brandy, Michelle I think has seen her in concert more than once and I've seen her in concert zero times. So shout out to you, Michelle. And then call out to Rafi and Lisa <laughs> for not being here, but also shout out to them. So we B team, we get to record again. 
It's been decided that we're the B team. Which I decided is, that. Yeah. Yeah. We've been dubbed the B team. I mean, this is the second time we've, the three of us are recorded together when they have not been able to. So I think that gets us that title. I mean, you know, when people don't come through for you, when they're out doing their own <laughs> thing and being selfish, having you, a life, you could say that, you know, it means the most, the people who are there for you in those moments. So maybe we're the A team <laughs> and they're just stuck oh, yeah. with the B team all the time. <laughs> Something to think about. Uh, Jen, any shout outs, call outs? Um, it's funny though, you said B team when I was texting with Lauren and uh, Rafi and Lisa earlier, I called us the B side. Cause you just flip it over and get something a little new. Um, I wanna do a shout out to um, everyone. Sorry, my, my got hit. Everyone at the BFF FanCast Facebook group, like Leanne said, to both you, Trice and Leanne. Thanks, Trice, for always, you know, including us. I know that yes. Lisa and Rafi really just read out, reach out to you. So, and don't really care if Leanne and I are on here. So I care that you care, Trice. So thank you so much for including You're us. You're very welcome. I, I try to defend you guys as much as I can. They are vicious. Well, I mean, they're not wrong, I, but. <laughs> well, but you know, Scott has, said, Scott has said that Rafi's me and we just, this is, this proves that he doesn't include us. Um, shout mm -hmm. out to Lauren Kelly and Kelly Lauren, otherwise known as Kelly Lundquist. Shout out to you. Um, I don't think I have any uh, call outs yet. We'll see. There is and plenty I, of time. Oh, go on. I do have to shout out Kelly Lundquist and Lauren Kelly. Wow, that's a little confusing. But So call out and shout out to both of them, but we love you. Oh. Just because your names are confusing, that's yeah. why. Together. In my in my phone, Kelly Lundquist is just Kelly Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it right. <laughs> um, so uh, shout out to the BFF uh, Facebook group. I am in there periodically because I'm not on Facebook much anymore, but I still, it's always nice to see people posting and talking about the show. And and uh, yeah, you, you are without exception, uh, without exception, with some exceptions, uh, a great group of people. And uh, I, I, yeah. Um, also to our regular hosts, Lisa and Rafi, um, they have earned some time off having done, you know, however many hundred episodes yeah, of the show. True. So I guess I will let them have it. Um, call outs. I mean, one call out, which speaking of sort of bad influences in the BFF Facebook group, uh, uh, same as always, Lauren Kelly. Um, I so last time I called her out for you know stealing the hosts from our show, but it's like that's not what's going on this time. But I still feel like a negative sort of hateful energy coming from Pennsylvania, which I I do believe is her. So, well, what, yeah, because yeah. everybody does associate negative energy from Lauren Kelly. Don't don't be fooled <laughs> yeah. by the 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 glamour, the witch's glamour she used. <laughs> Mm -hmm. We know what's up, Lauren Kelly. She's um, she's like the bad boy girl of podcasting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Regular Tony Thaxton. Yeah. Except her robe is made of uh, lies or something. I don't know what the analogy would be. Um, but you could even go. You could even sing it like Lauren Kelly. See, it goes with Tony Thaxton. Oh yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh right, yeah. right, right. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I, that was, oh, 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 also, so we do have a voicemail 
um, from East Coast Gen, which perhaps contains uh, some more shout outs, but perhaps more likely some call outs, <laughs> uh, including call outs to our regular hosts, um, which I will play now. Play now. Okay, here we go. Sup, bitches. East Coast Gen here. EC Gen. Whenever I say that, I think Easy Beans Gen, but I don't, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to be known as Easy Beans Gen. It's just where my mind goes. Um, and if Lisa hasn't shared that, then it's probably not that funny. So Colin with some notes from last week's cast, uh, mostly about Rafi, a few about myself. Um, but the first thing that I want to bring up is the whole the proof comment that I made in the Facebook group when Rafi said he didn't know if I made that or if it was Heather. What a fucking crock of shit that is. He knows damn well that I said it. And also, how dare you insult Heather in that way, Rafi? She doesn't want to be confused with me. She's a good and decent person. Don't drag her down like that. I'm sorry, Heather. I'm sorry you had to endure that and that Rafi had to use you just to take a cheap shot at me. But I mean, like I said, he knows it was me. He knows it was me. Um, the other thing that I was going to bring up is, which is maybe like a call in or a call out, but the whole that's what she said thing belonging to Wayne's World took a deep academic dive on this one. And okay, for Rafi, if you're a person like who just Googles your information and blindly agrees with whatever comes up, yeah, of course, you're right. It, it does belong to Wayne's World. But if you actually read and dig into it, it actually goes back to like the 1800s, which it, it's a lot, it's way too long to get into. Honestly, it could be a whole show on That's What She Said, but it has a very rich history. So um, the actual true attribute, attrib what would it be, attributation? I don't know if that's the right word. That's probably not a word. Um, would be, I think like a doctor back in the 1800s. Um, oh, and then... The whole thing where Lisa and Rafi were talking about how they're so uncomfortable with people saying nice things about them. Uh, unprofessional opinion. Therapy. Learn to accept some love so that we can shower you with uh, love and kindness. And you guys can just soak it all up and be awkward and in the moment. Um it is awkward and it is kind of terrible sometimes when people say nice things. I'm not going to go into the whole have my own funeral thing. That's a whole other phone call. I think it's a ridiculous idea. But, you know, like, I think there's something to be said for getting to the point where if someone can give you a compliment, just being like, thank you, or acknowledging that uh, you have something to offer. And then what was my last thing? Oh, my last thing was a call out sort of on myself, but also not really because I'm living my truth. And that that's it. Like Lisa did not mention last week that a crazy dog lady that is in her life is her own best friend. I carry around a mug with my dog Biscuit's picture on it that says Biscuit Mama's boy. Um, I would dress him up like a baby. I would carry him with me if I could, but I can't. He's a big pit bull, so I can't carry him like that. But um, I love being a dog lady. And I'm here for it. So, anywho, I think Lisa told me... Oh, fuck. I just said anywho. Well, that will be a good laugh. But I think Lisa told me that Trice, Jen, and Lauren were hosting this week. Cannot wait to hear you guys. Have a wonderful show. Um, 
and a good week. Bye. Pretty close. Uh, Leanne, Lauren. Well, I take that as a compliment. See, I don't care if somebody says nice things, nice things about me and calls me Lauren. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I would take it as a grave insult, but we, we already know my position on Lauren. Well, Kelly. you know, Trice, we can't agree on everything. It's true. You have to I do have wrong. to say East Coast Jen, absolutely hilarious. She made me laugh a different time that I heard her on um, when they were in Pennsylvania. Like this dry sense of humor. I love it. I'm here for it. I think I agree with Leanna. East Kitchen is hilarious. Uh, I really feel with her around that Rafi won't get away with anything. And I, I so that's I a good thing. Because you know how yeah. much Rafi loves to um, get away with things. What's the term? Gaslight? Yeah, that's <laughs> gaslight. Um, yeah. So, and I had no idea that she was a crazy quote unquote dog lady. And I appreciate that. I, I love I that. And now I need to say that I'm, I'm assuming and that she was gaslighting us about that's what she said and I love it or <laughs> yeah I'm just going to stop there because I'm not even going to entertain the thought that it was true <laughs> it is true as far as I know so it, there's different versions of it like the 18 from the 1800s yeah the, oh wow yeah. I mean isn't that just proof that men have always been pigs I mean <laughs> sorry no <laughs> I mean. I'm kidding, but here's but here's my question though. Um, the 1800s that they said that, but was the but meaning mean really the same? The same? Thing, right. Yeah, like maybe really? those three words were said together. Other way right. around, Four so words. it would be different words that sort of meant the same thing. Like one of the old timey versions was like da 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 said the hooker to the sailor or something like that. Like, like it was very uh, much a that's what she said type okay. joke, but without before that phrasing started being. I. Huh. Well, okay. I guess well, then, I, yeah. East Coast Jen, you taught me something today. And Trice, between the two of you, I've been taught. I strive schooled. to teach. Yes. So so what you're saying is I should turn to page two of Google results, not just the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, maybe Rafi was stuck on page one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to go to page two scroll down what's that just click yeah click, click. what yeah <laughs> oh also it turns out we have another voicemail a, a brief addendum also from east coast jet <laughs> um did anyone hear that i said deke dive instead of fucking deep dive which is crazy close to dick dive so from now on i'm never taking another deep dive in my life i'm only gonna take a dick dive whenever I need to look into something. Oh, fuck my life. Honestly, I can never do a hotline call or anything without embarrassing myself. Fuck it. Bye. Yep, there you go. Oh my word, she's funny. Thank You're you funny, Jen, accept that compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are saying nice things about you. You have yeah. to accept it. Yeah, I will say on a on a on that note, uh I do I do try to, uh, it's not my nature to accept compliments. It feels weird and uncomfortable, but it's a thing. Um, the way I think of it is sort of showing appreciation for other people by accepting a compliment and saying thank you instead of saying like, ah, whatever, it sucked. Um, like uh, as part of uh, learning music. So I started, I picked up piano like four years ago and part of like sort of the, the etiquette of 
let's say playing something in a class is when people say, oh, you did a good job. Even if in your mind, all you can hear is the mistakes, you say like, thank you or whatever, or you played, if you, uh, particularly if you played something that someone liked, you sort of let them have that enjoyment instead of bringing your own stuff into it. So um, that has sort of traveled with me into my, my regular life. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I, if I give somebody a compliment, I feel much better if they seem happy to get it than if they seem like embarrassed and, you know, shove it off. Yeah. But it's hard not to do that. Yeah, it is. It, it takes. But I'm going to say I enjoy a compliment, but <laughs> I'm not always great at sh at at showing it probably because I because, yeah, I would tend to do the same thing. But inside, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Unless I don't, unless I really think it's not true and I think they're just blowing smoke, then that that's embarrassing. But yeah, I, I'm assuming you're not like Atlas in level of like, oh, I totally accept compliments all the time. What do you got? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, we are, so I think we should get to the Monday show. Actually, oh, right. that was just talking about the, yeah. the be a fan cast episode. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know what? That I do appreciate the sort of meta nature of someone like <laughs> the sort of BF fan cast commenting instead of commenting on the actual episode of Allison's show. Uh, sure. I, yeah, I joked a while ago, like I was going to do like a, a JMO patrol patrol, like uh, <laughs> talk about the JMO patrol back when it was. That's that. what we, that's what we B team will do. We'll do yeah. a fan cast for, I think maybe we suggested that last time. Oh man. That would be stressful to have like a, <laughs> a couple of people like listen and criticize your episode of best friends. We can call cast. it the fun cast. Ooh, frown cast. If we don't like shots yeah. shot fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leanne, what are you trying to say? Our, our one is the fun cast. I don't know what you guys are. The doing. flame cast. Ooh, there you go. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, the Monday show is John Moe uh, from uh, various public radio stuff and also uh, formerly the Hilarious World of Depression, his podcast, which is now Depression Mode. Uh, Moe, I think, like Depresh based on his name. Sorry, I, I get, I, I doubted myself. Depression Moe, yeah. Um, Depression Mode, no, it is Mode. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's like a Depeche Mode joke. Okay. Um, I thought it was a play on his name. It is. Uh, I don't think it is. Well, it nope. kind of is because its name is spelled differently. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So general thoughts. What did you guys think? I thought they got along really well. I particularly enjoyed this episode, but it also is like the last time we were together. There was the Tony episode that was very like uh, maybe emotional and vulnerable. Uh, this was not quite as as much is that maybe um but it also was like a, a heavier episode let's say i liked it i like episodes like i like when she can do an episode like that and when it comes off naturally and she's good at them mm -hmm. um so i did i thought it was a really good episode i think um <laughs> there was a couple of things that i was like i probably shouldn't think that in such a serious episode, but um, there were a few times he would say, and blah, blah, blah said to me, like, Will Wheaton said to me, or like just different famous people's names, mm -hmm. and which I thought was funny, like whenever he would, um, you know, quote anyone, it was like a, a celebrity name, it, like a lot of name dropping, but I know that's not what he was trying to do. 
but it did kind of make me laugh. Like, so once in a while that took me out of it a little bit. I, I don't know if I'm explaining myself. I was just amused by it for some reason, more because I knew that's not what he was trying to do, I think is why it amused me, but I, I did think, notice it. <laughs> I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Right. And, and I think it's interesting when you're in that world, that entertainment, podcasting world, journalism, whatever. <laughs> And he's trying to also like he's talking to Allison, right? Like he's just pretending, like not pretending. He's just having a conversation with Allison, and he's not, you know, he knows he's reaching other people. And so I think sometimes what these, you know, entertainers do is they're like, oh yeah, you know, Will Wheaton, blah blah blah, like as if they like, you know, like if I was like to try, yeah, and like you know, Leanne Ward, blah, blah, blah. like it's just something right. I think they're she's trying to like form a connection there, like yeah, you know, Will, but there's so many Will, so I said Will Wheaton, but it did sound like I get what you're saying. It sounded like yeah, I, I get it, yeah. It was kind of funny. It was just funny to me. It didn't actually, if somebody else did that, it would have felt obnoxious, mm-hmm. I think. But because, mm-hmm. but since I, I didn't feel like he was trying to be obnoxious, it was just, mm-hmm. those are the people he's talking to all the time right? about right. These, right. Top, this, these topics. So it actually makes sense. It's just, it was just funny to me, mm-hmm. like an observation I made. But I, I thought the episode was really interesting. The stories that he told about his parents or and his you know ancestors that's pretty that was pretty uh tough stuff and um and, and you know and the the depression that he has to deal with whenever i hear people talk about their depression and things i always want it and this might be a, a just me or everyone but i always think about their spouse and i always have questions about how is it for their spouse or how does the spouse handle it how is the spouse you know um like i oh that those are always the questions i have and i don't know why my brain always goes there but yeah that makes sense i definitely remember thinking that i haven't listened to a mental illness happy hour in probably a couple years it was one of those shows i used to listen to all the time but i just kind of fell off with it um but yeah uh, but but I, they're I divorced that, now. Yeah, but bef- before that. Before I, I wondered that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are they divorced? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I guess they have yeah. been for a while. I didn't know that until oh. something was mentioned randomly, and I was like, oh, really? So that was a few years ago now, I think. Yeah, what, it happened yeah. a couple years ago. It happened after I, I stopped listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess so, because, I yeah, it's been like four years since I listened to that one, too. And I like that show because it did give you insight into like other people's like uh, circles maybe or people that I wouldn't have known. And so I just, I find people interesting. Um, This depression episode, this, you know, interview, I I really liked it a lot. I I think the timing was great, you know, especially, and he points out this whole quarantine. I'm sorry, can you hear the screaming in the background or no? There is some slight children screaming in the background. (laughs) It is appropriate to the subject matter. It adds layer. It just adds layer and color. It's bath time and the kids are like screaming in the bath. I'm sorry. Um, So just like quarantine, we all want to scream about it. But uh, our inner child is running around screaming in the background. "Ah, I can't take this. Um, But I really liked it. Um, Well, I myself, I don't suffer from depression i'm more of like an anxious person i appreciated his take on it and i thought it made it really accessible and relatable to those who Uh may not you know have depression themselves but be able to see and really understand 
um, how it can affect other people, just that kind of lens, like, and I know, Trace, you put it in your notes about, like, he can have a normal life, he just has to put more thought into it. And I think that can really put up into perspective how depressed people can get so tired because they're always working so hard to get past the things that their mind is telling them that they know is not true. Um, and I, I just, I appreciated his, his take on all of it. And um, I just have like one, I mean, I know Trish will go through your notes, but one thing I just wanted to ask you guys, cause I didn't see it in your notes. Wasn't leave it to be your preposterous? Like he's like, yeah, and we all thought it was, but wasn't it preposterous? Like nobody's family is like that, right? I, that, yes, uh, <laughs> I think so. But I, yeah, I, I think his was maybe particularly different, um, but that would be my, uh, Yes, I would be. Yeah, on the same I thought page. the same thing when he said that. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I mean, I too, I had an alcoholic father growing up, but I didn't think like everybody's family was like that. But I definitely didn't think that I was missing out on a kind of leave it to beaver lifestyle. Like, I was like, but well, that was the whole point, right? That's kind of the joke, not right. at least okay. after, like, oh, yeah, we didn't have a leave it to beaver family because nobody does. You okay. know, like, because, okay. and even, you know, it's funny that people say that because when you look at Leave It to Beaver, because I remember I've watched enough episodes to see like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want that family either. So it's interesting because I know some people and I won't say who just in case, you know, they happen to listen to something I know they want. Some people in my <laughs> family um, who are older, they will watch that and they'd be like, oh. I just love that. And I think that they were just trying to live out like they're less chaotic. Like they wanted to escape mm -hmm. into the fantasy that is Leave it to Beaver. But anyway, right. I digress. Trice, take it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, I don't know. No, it's now the Leave it to Beaver cast for a moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I, TV was very much like uh, not only escapist, but also like censored. Like you, there was just things you couldn't address mm -hmm. or couldn't show. So it had to be kind of like happy. Go lucky. And, yeah. yeah. Especially because it was a family sitcom, but even shows in general, you just couldn't do certain things on television. And so, except you could spank your kid. Cause I do specifically oh, yeah. remember an episode where, where uh, there was mention of spanking. Yeah. The, so that the, was okay. The things that were considered normal, that, that was right, right in that bucket there. Um, yeah. Yeah. But also I, I, that's one of the things I think about when people are like, oh, things were so much simpler and easier back in the day. And it's like, I, if I, maybe, but also like, A, you were a child, so definitely things were simpler back in the day. And then B, your idea of what it was back in the day is based on like old TV. So I don't yeah. know how much you're exactly uh, considering reality. Um, I mean, but, if you're an old white man, sure it was simpler back in the day, but that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's also a certain as far as issues that didn't get spoken about much on TV back in I don't know the 50s mm -hmm. or 60s. There's a lot of like uh, terrible things going on that was sort of like ah who cares you know uh, Aunt right. B made pickles or whatever. A shout out to Aunt B, she's fine. Yeah, um, ain't, ain't B. <laughs> but yeah, this I like this episode a lot. Um, I did. When I went, so I was taking notes uh, to send to you guys for the episode. There was, there was so much like depression talk. There was like, <laughs> yeah. there it was a lot of it. But I, <laughs> I did enjoy 
I don't know. Like you said, I really enjoyed it. And I, as someone who, uh, who is more on that depressive side, sort of, um, oops, we're, how are we gonna, oh, wait a minute. Ooh, we're hey, upgraded. Upgrade, hey. You're upgrading us. You upgrade, hey. it says it's been upgraded by the host, even though I know the host never does that. But. All right. Thank you, Zoom. Thank you, Zoom, for interrupting me. Um, no, but yeah, so I, I, it was interesting to hear his perspective. Um, and, and yeah, it, it was, this kind of thing could go a certain way. It could go maybe a little like a positive vibesy, like a, a mm -hmm. Pete, Pete Holmesy, no offense. Or it could go like a. <laughs> or it could go I have a like, lot to say about that, but that's okay. We're not on that right now. Go ahead. <laughs> or it could go like a really like a maybe unexamined, like bringing a lot of negative energy to it. Um, but this was sort of in the sweet spot of like acknowledging some very hard feelings and some very hard things and life experiences, but also the focus being on how to sort of um, sort of trudge through and sort of keep going, even if things aren't necessarily perfect or even going well in the moment. So I, I this is a, 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 a standout episode, I think. I really like this one. I, he was a stark contrast, I think, to Pete because Pete is more, um, um, and he he is more. I mean, I don't. I like I Holmes, like as an actor, but like his approach was very. Like he took what applied to what he would want in his life, and he applied it to him rather than I feel like this guy really did the work. And I think that's a lot of what you know cognitive behavioral therapy is. You know, is sitting in it and really feeling it and then moving on from it and not moving on from it like hey we're just gonna move on but like working rather than just like flipping the script and making it so that you don't really have to think about it um and that's what i really enjoyed about him is, is just the truth of it all um but did he say that allison was on his show and if so have you listened to it yes she was i did listen yep, to it she was yeah, these two episodes kind of. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, they kind of blend together in my mind, so I can't remember what was uh, on what. Um, I think she talks a lot about her eating, her weight, and you know, body image and stuff mm -hmm. issues. I haven't finished it yet, and I can't remember why that. I think I forgot to finish it, which is weird to say. I think maybe because I've heard so much about her, uh, uh, we hear about it so much that maybe that's why I didn't finish it yet. Yeah. Yeah, that show is definitely more about, well, I mean, both of the shows are more about the guest. So yeah, if you've heard a right. lot of Allison talking about her stuff, you will find a lot of it familiar. But I would, I would, I will probably I still give want it to a finish it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do want to finish it. Um, was it in, yeah, it was in this one, right? When they were talking about parenting. They, and Oh, so that reminds me of two things. Um, I reminded myself of something. I did like that she was saying, let's take a break. And then they played the ad. Like, I, I like that. that. I actually like that better. I, so obviously yeah. she put those in after. And she did talk about why she does that sometimes on a Patreon episode. But oh, I don't remember see. what she said exactly. Oh, I'm, I think like if there's a time constraint or if. I think that's basically what it was. I mean. I get, I get, I don't always like, but I get that she does them live during the Thursday show because, you know, people can kind of riff off of it, but she's not really leaving room for that most of the time. So that's why it kind right. of feels like you're being read too. Um, but uh, I just, I appreciate the let's take a break thing. Um, and it let's, I don't know, it just, it's nice because you know something's going to come up and it's not just like an ad that just thrown in without you like, wait, are, are we still in the episode? Are we like right. an ad kind of thing? Um, and he was talking about, 
parenting. Wait, Trice, what did you say in your notes about it? Because I was um, thinking of my notes, but what did parenting, you say? Parenting. Talk about parenting being sort of improvising um, and sort of oh, figuring right. it out as you go, and also I thought that was viewing a good, his I, parents as yeah as people and the same age yeah. that he is now, and thinking about them at that age and that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, viewing your parents as people, and like I was, I always say to my. I usually talk to moms, not really dads a lot. Like when I'm doing, like when I'm walking and like with my kids with me, like I just feel like I run into a lot more moms out. And, but I would tell the dad the same thing that parenting and being a person at the same time is so difficult because uh -huh. a lot of the times you have to remove yourself from the situation as a person and become a parent. And then you got to flip back and become a person. And you also have to show your child that it's okay to have feelings and cry and, and get mad. But you also have to know as a parent that when that when it's appropriate and what level appropriate of emotion is uh -huh. or things to share, you know, and I can kind of see with Allison, she felt lied to, and that kind of goes into Thursday too. But, you know, her parents always lied to her and she felt like she would never lie to her kid, you know, and that whole thing. And I get that. I hate it as a child being like the last to know everything because I was young and I always like swore I wouldn't do that. But it, as a parent now, you're like, oh, crap, I got to censor some stuff that I say or explain situations that are very delicate in a different way. And it's hard. It's hard figuring out what the right thing is. And him saying improvising is right. And a lot of times I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, this is my first time being a parent, too. And I know it's your first time being a kid. We're just in it together and we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a good approach. It, it is that thing that's thinking about, you know, what your parents were up to when they were your age is such a, it's so wild. Cause like, you know, by the time my, my mom had my oldest brother when she was like 16 and just thinking about that is like, how, how does a human being even manage that? And then, you know, by the time she was, before she turned 30, she had me, uh, the middle brother who's older than me and me who was the youngest. So it's like three kids, one of whom is like a teenager and then also like a newborn <laughs> and then also a two year old and you're like 29. It's like, I, I can't even I, I can't, I can't even picture it. It's 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 so and as a single mom also. So it's 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 um, it's interesting to think about. It's 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 it really blows your mind sometimes depending, you know, not everyone, everyone's situation is different, but it's people's life experiences and where they're at are so drastically different from where you're at. And then it's, it does shed light on maybe whatever issues you had with them as a parent. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it can be kind of illuminating as, as far as like, oh, they were just trying to keep it all together and, you know, not have someone leave the gas on and blow up the house or something you know what i mean trying to avoid catastrophe and sort of keep keep everybody alive and that's kind of all that that was mission number one and sometimes everything else kind of <laughs> slipped through the cracks yeah yeah like being a newer parent um of an old you know a kid that wasn't a baby it is interesting i think i was telling trice this before we recorded that sometimes we just have to look to I have to look to other parents and be like, what would you do in, in this situation now? Because am I being too overprotective? Am I not, am I mm -hmm. not taking this seriously enough? You know, different things like that. And I'm always anxious as a parent. Um, and I actually kind of forgot what my actual point was, but we were talking about parenting <laughs> yeah <laughs> see but yeah. make it up as you it go is, along keep going yeah that, well that's kind of <laughs> what we have to do it is an improvised thing that, that, that's 
when he said that, that did stick out to me. I'm like, oh, that is so true. Yeah, I feel like sometimes, you know, like in in high school and in college, like depending on what you're doing, they always take you to try and make you make, take these courses that make you more well-rounded. And so two courses I think that need to be, everyone has to take is early childhood education, like to really understand mm-hmm. the development process of kids. Because when I lean on like different psychologists for just, you know, parenting advice, um, they always bring up these great points. I'm like, but why, what isn't this taught to me? Like mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. And then um, social media etiquette, you know, that's just a whole nother thing. But I feel like those uh, two together, like would really kind of help people become more well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That, that let's let's take a break. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> uh, actually, on that note, call out Dr. Jen. I believe what? the last time we recorded, you said one thing you would do that Allison could do to get you immediately to subscribe back on her Patreon yeah. Yeah. would be to stop doing the live reads and then actually uh, yeah. have them go has to she, ads. Have you has she, signed up on her has Patreon? She, has she stopped? She didn't do it in this episode, and the very has next she, the very next episode that came out after we recorded last time. Has she stopped? Had the same thing. She has she stopped? I'm asking you as a no. I'm just I mean, you're not really <laughs> like, asking. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I mean, I feel like um, I was going to say this on Thursday uh, for the Thursday episode, not on Thursday. You know, it's Saturday. <laughs> She'll but, tell um, us on Thursday. <laughs> right, I'll tell you on Thursday. <laughs> Stick around. Um, no, uh, the Thursday with all the group back together again. Um, while a little bit awkward that Tony's there. I digress with that Um, because, you know, he really just takes a backseat and I don't know. Um, I would go sign up in a heartbeat. This is another like false promise. No, but it's true. Like I would go back on Patreon if the Thursday group was back together because that I would watch that. Like I would want Patreon access to that. All the other ones, I'm okay that I'm missing the Patreon video. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm crying. I'm okay with uh, missing the Patreon video for the other Thursdays. But if, you know, she had the regular group back together again, yeah, I would absolutely sign up. She has to stop the live reads 100% for me to sign Mm, back on. That was not what you said last time, I don't believe. That is not what I not said. (laughs) That's not not true. Not, not, not infinity. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Anyhow. I digress. Let's take a break. I think we all know Dr. Jen's intention from what she said. I, I thank you. I sign up. There's only two people that I um, support on Patreon. One is Jenna and Al, because usually if Jenna's not traveling or, you know, having a baby, even then when she's having a baby, her content is just like so much. And then another person that I support, it's this, um, YouTuber who's blind and also does a bunch of other like fashion. All this, she's you know, trying to she, butter me up. Right. <laughs> she just went to, uh, she just said a whole thing about her going and getting a guide dog in Montreal. Like, in What's Quebec. her name? Uh, Molly Burke. No, I've not and heard she, of her. She's just doing this. She's younger. She's like 20 something. And, but anyways, her series on, you know, getting a, like a service, like a, on that part of getting a service dog, like she was posting every day, like, and I'm like, but why can't Allison? So, and that's only $5. <laughs> so anyways, I need more. I guess I'm just high maintenance. I want more. Well, it is, we have, I don't want to, you know, What's the word? I don't want it to be like, I love Allison, but you know, that was in my intro last time that Trice wrote. He was a little kinder to me this time. Um, <laughs> but it is true. I do say that a lot. So um yeah, 
she hasn't had a live live stream since June, and I don't know if she's realized that because she does mention it when she's pitching her. Um, she'll say, "And we have Zoom parties," and I'm like, "Well, we haven't since June," but I don't know what's going on there, and I haven't dared. Well, I haven't quite dared to say anything, but not that I don't I dare. Know- but <laughs> how dare you? Um, yeah. I'm going to assume and just assume that she's overextending herself and overpromising about what she can do, which leads yeah. me to the question of the new podcast that she's going to be a part of. Uh, what was it called? She's, yeah, it's called Upworthy Weekly. Is it weekly? Today was the first episode. This is Saturday that we're recording. November 6th. Um, yeah. yeah, weekly on Saturdays. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because then I'm like, gosh, she has her Thursday, her Monday. She has her weekly there with that. And she's having to like have Daniel watch the kid. So I feel And she like has a childish every other week. Childish, right. And all the Patreon um, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Um, maybe she should just pull back a little bit. I think people would understand. Like, she's got a lot going on. Maybe just don't say you can do it if you can't do it. Right. That's the thing is, just yeah. say I can't do it anymore. And then I would understand that. It's just the, you know, saying you're going to do it and then or that you are doing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's- I know she wants to. I know right. she wants to, but yeah, you know, her intentions are known. My intentions are known. I'm just not taking your money. So. <laughs> We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> no, so, Wait, did you just sound constipated and concerned at the same yeah, time? <laughs> that's the key. That's the the public radio secret sauce. Constipated and a little concerned. I will say that John Moe's voice, I like his voice. It's just kind of calm and soothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of like an NPR voice, but I, I, I like NPR voices for the most part. So. Yeah, and I, I think he said he he was training to be an actor too, so that probably contributed. That probably to, helps. Yeah. 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 I like NPR voices, not so much PBS voices. If that makes so, I could I difference. could definitely see that. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so on the note of him being an actor, so he told a story about how he was in a a very bad play. And it made him think to himself, "Well, listen, I may not be great, but I can do something <laughs> right. better than this." Yeah, um, I can write better than that. Yeah, have either of you had a situation where uh, you you saw something or heard something terrible, and you were like, "You know what? Maybe I can do this just because if if this person can do it, I can do it." I I don't think so, but <laughs> I I because I wondered that actually when he said that, I'm like, hmm, but I'm not someone with a whole ton of like oh I can do that better I don't know but that's just not my the way I usually think about mm-hmm. myself um, I... I can be very critical of other people <laughs> without <laughs> thinking that I'm going to do it better just to make that clear like, I have no solutions but I do have a lot right. of notes <laughs> I, I do think there's lots of things I don't like and I think things can be terrible but I never mm-hmm. think I could do that better I just think well they didn't do that well <laughs> I usually I would say like most of the time uh, growing up and experiencing things like the competition came from within not from like outside of myself so even if like something was bad I don't I just thought I saw my role in it rather than I don't know I guess I just competed against myself but then when you get older and you're you know going back to be a parent and you're trying to participate in these maybe school things or whatever and you're like this is so inefficient and inefficiency is probably mm-hmm. my biggest pet peeve because 
really people why are we doing that like you need to work smarter not harder and i've stuck my neck out there and try to really like this can be done better let me do it i can do it better than this and it's a very thankless thing so i've decided <laughs> you know what not gonna do that again you can't fool me <laughs> twice <laughs> so yeah i've tried it, it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> the only time that i can remember thinking that is that so i i went on like a uh i don't know binge is probably not the right word but i started listening to audiobooks of all these sort of self-published authors um and they were there was a lot of bad stuff in there uh and i wouldn't i wouldn't crude i when people make art i don't feel the need to criticize especially if it's like an independent thing of people just being like hey i want to write this book or i want to write this story or whatever um but again i reiterate there was some genuinely very bad stuff in there um and i've never been more like you know what i could probably write a book and self-publish it because apparently there's no standard like it's it's uh it's wild out there it's it's wild wild country Well, I'm looking forward to when you do publish. So let me. Yeah, know. I'll buy it. All right. Well, all right. They're going to be ten thousand dollars each. So. Oh, I wasn't going to say I'll buy it. I didn't put that out. There. Well, <laughs> that man, I'll, well, cover you. Yeah. I have. I went to. I've gone to. Or I went to college with people who, I I think three or four different people who have published books, and I mm -hmm. bought them all. They're varying. Oh. Their degrees of goodness mm -hmm. have varied, <laughs> but there have goodness. been some good ones. There have been some good ones. Again. I can't say that I would do it better. I'm not going to write a book. I I think I would like varying degrees of goodness to be like <laughs> on my profile. <laughs> That's good. Uh, anyone have anything else for the Monday show? Oh, I guess I will. I will bring up the uh, the story about his mom kissing her. Oh, that was so sister. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, that's oh, real rough. That that's real like, old country stuff. That, Shiver. that was, yeah, that was an audible. Oh, yeah. and my yeah. kids are like, what's wrong, mom? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to know. No, just listen that was, to stuff. That was very disturbing. Oh. I, 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 and I, I thought know. the story about, that was very interesting about his mom, um, read, you know, how she was able to get herself to read the book. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like, it was that, like physically hard for her to yeah. to make herself do it but yeah. she did it that was really sweet that was really sweet. yeah and i, I yeah. like that he's kind of cute yeah and i like that when allison's like well i take it your mom isn't the kind that would want to like and, and you know share public or you know talk about things in public and i i like the perspective he kind of put it in like but she's working on it she's you know because sometimes right. we think of our parents or a different generation like oh why don't they just act like blank like whatever it is right but it, it's like a different background i can't imagine growing up the way his parents did oh my gosh yeah 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 i'd like to know more about allison's mom she talks about her dad a lot and mm -hmm. she talked about her dad and I won't get into it because it's for the it was for the Patreon thing, but she did talk extensively and the I think the most recent episode of the Patriot of her solo episode of about her dad and probably the most honest I've heard her be about him. I mean, she's been pretty honest about him, I think, but it's a sad um this and like there's some sad stuff there in the relationship. And but she talks about her mom and it sounds like her mom might irritate her a lot, but I just wonder sometimes I'm like, is her mom, I just, I, I just wonder more about their relationship and 
what what the problems are because it seems like her dad we know what the problems were right but it does seem like she and, has issues with her mom big time and and i think when you it reminded me uh, when you were talking about her dad and talking honestly about him about you know john Mo, um saying that you know when he remarked that there were people who really loved him but there were things that just got in the way uh-huh. and that is you know that is seeing your parent as a person yeah you know that's seeing their limitations and you know that's kind of probably what has to happen in order to you know stop being annoyed <laughs> you know I, I understand like things are rooted and, and things happen and you know and there's def- definitely a different dynamic between um someone who sees themselves as a woman having to have a relationship with their mom who's also a woman and just kind uh-huh. of that i i don't know it's it's interesting it's a different conflict than with yeah that's i think that's kind of why i wonder about it yeah yeah and i could see some of the things she's saying you know because her mom as a person also had to be a wife to Uh this guy to this guy who's clearly difficult yeah 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 i i would be interested to hear more about that i guess i'll never hear it though because i'm not a patreon member but well she didn't give up the goods about her mom so yeah well maybe so we haven't heard it either (laughs) Yeah, I, I, yeah, I actually, that's, she always calls for questions. I'm like, I've run out of questions, but actually that's a question I can. Now you got to write ask. it down so you don't I forget. I know, because I will forget. Yeah. But I, um, it's funny too, because she often says that she hold her, has held her dad up on a pedestal and pretty much thought he was perfect. I'm like, really? The whole time I've ever heard her, she's not thought he was perfect. I think a lot of it has to It must have been a long perfect. time ago. I think yeah and I think a lot of it has to do with his profession and that's why she like always looks to doctors for answers like I should say physicians for answers (laughs) um not like you know fake doctors like me but um you're almost a real doctor it's almost there well you know Joe Rogan a medic (laughs) what is it what was he called a medical uh person (laughs) I don't know was he called something like I don't know something to do with Aaron Rodgers yeah Aaron Rodgers Oh. Did he get COVID or something? Or yeah, he got COVID, he, he and he was like, and "Yeah, he, so I'm listening to Joe Rogan and and you know taking his advice or something like that." Yeah, and he said he wasn't. He said that he was um, immunized against, but he didn't say he was vaccinated or something like that. I don't. I'm yeah, speaking out of turn it, a little bit, but you no, know, it, it's the media's fault for saying he's vaccinated. And if, and if they had asked him more questions, then he would have said it. But also, he's mad at them for talking about his his status, his vaccination status, but also he's also allergic to something in the vaccines and that's why he couldn't take those. It's a whole thing. I don't know. It's a a mess. You know, doctors. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But that's all I have on the Monday show as well. There was a Patreon question from Whitney C, uh, which is, how are you with change? Uh, Do you roll with it when things change? Do you hate it when things change? Or somewhere in the middle? So I post this question to you, you two. I'm good with change that I, that I, uh, that's my idea. And I'm good with change. That's fun change or positive change, but I don't, I I don't like change that. And I I know this is nobody else is going to feel this way except for me, but I don't like change. That isn't good. <laughs> uh, unrelatable. You've I never know. been more unrelatable in my life. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I um, I can say like I really hate change. Um, and 
even the ones that I make, it's hard to make them because then I'm conscious as a parent uh, that my ch my my choices of change is going to affect others around mm -hmm. me, especially the little people in my life. But um, I will say I'm used to change and it's happened a lot. And while, you know, Greg has way more, <laughs> uh, you know, experience with death, you know, I've unfortunately experienced a lot of this in my life of, of loved ones and it changes every single time. And I don't like change. I just don't, even like if I go on a vacation, it takes me at least a couple of days to kind of get into where we are, even if we're going to Hawaii, like, oh, for sure. you know, oh, this is nice, but I'm like my home, my home, my home. And then like a couple of days in, I'm like, I could be here forever. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then going home, you're like, ah, but yeah, I think it's, I don't like it. I don't invite it in, but I know it's inevitable. So I'm not, I don't push against it when it's happening. I just be like, okay, now what can I do? Because I like to control things. So I'm like, what can I control? What can I do? And I just try to focus on that. So, Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm good at actually starting the change because we've, we've lived in this same house for like, you know, 13 years and have been saying forever, we need a bigger house, but we've not done anything to do that you know that kind mm -hmm. of stuff so and there's other examples of that in my life in some ways it's good you know living in the same house for 13 years and not just bouncing around that's the stability but also if we're dissatisfied then I guess maybe we could do something about it but we're just like well maybe maybe next summer maybe next summer you know <laughs> yeah I I hate change I perpetually am like that kid whose parent is trying to get them out of bed and into school, but I, I don't want to get out of bed, but with my entire life. Uh, but I am pretty adaptable when things happen. Um, I, I think I deal with change fairly well, but I'm, I'm almost never enthusiastic about it. Um, right. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of which, we will change the topic uh, <laughs> to the Thursday show. Um, the carb were pikelets, which are basically pancakes. They're like smaller and thicker um, by Tyson Hellowell, who I don't know if this is secret Patreon information, but who is from Australia. He said he, uh, Allison was like, oh, that name sounds like a, an English name or one from New Zealand or something like that. And he is from Australia. Right, he's probably in an undisclosed location, but now you've outed him. Yep. All, all of the Australians trying to get away <laughs> with stuff. That's right. Thinking, we see you guys down there. We know what you're doing. <laughs> you're not hiding. Um, any <laughs> any thoughts about the Thursday show? I'm scrolling through my notes. Uh, did anything jump out <laughs> to you guys <laughs> through about the Thursday I show? I would say as in general, like overall, loved it, laughed, never laughed so much like at a Thursday episode in such a long time. I mean, I did laugh with Wendy and Dave, of course, like that, but like with Wendy in her ghillie suit. But this is just, <laughs> you know, to hear Jenna like laugh so hard and just them all four together. Five. I like the whatever. thing that I always say every time Jenna is with Allison is for me, it just feels like coming home. It's just like such a comfort yeah. for some reason to hear jenna and because she's just there's something about the way she is with allison i think maybe yeah. because they're so different but so different but so they have such a connection a it feels like. yeah yeah it just yeah. feels very yeah. nice and you know i listened i haven't listened in a while i've kind of fell off the wagon because you know summertime it's hard to listen to podcasts and your kids around but um, I usually listen to the couple's uh, friends podcast now that they've gone back to one a week and I try to watch them 
you know, she's different with Al than she is with her friends. And to, to hear that, it's really nice. Um, I liked having Daniel back on. I enjoy that people are laughing at Daniel's jokes just because he's he's funny. And, you know, he's not getting like, I don't know, lambasted in every corner. But I will say when he's like, honey, are you sure this is what you want to be doing? When <laughs> I she was was, like, I would have been like, are you fucking I'm surprised she didn't give him a script for that, but... Oh, maybe the script was that she wants him to say right. think, but hey i understand triggers and I, I i i welcome open communication and you know maybe that was just a bad moment when he asked her that thing but um but it worked if, are you sure her, what i you, guess yeah maybe because she told him to say that like make sure yeah. like, if you see she me was doing not it, offended by it she did not i would have been like by that. is this i know what i want to be doing you is punishing you in the face but i'm gonna eat right. this candy instead <laughs> right if my husband said that to me unless no, I, unless no. i said something like i'm gonna be on a I'm, I still wouldn't want to hear that. I don't think. No, I but wouldn't I either. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I suspect but, uh, this is Allison's doing. <laughs> like, I, right. I this is. A, I <laughs> yeah. don't think he, he would be saying that otherwise. to someone else. Yeah, this is like you know. she. Well, I would bet she knows, literally has asked him to say something. Right. Because right. he knows what how she is about food. I think that's probably yeah. why. Right. Because then yeah. she beats herself up about it. So and and probably he stuck himself out there for her sake. Not for yeah. him, not because he had an issue with right. her eating exactly, that. Yeah, because yeah. he probably yeah, it, wishes yeah. she wasn't like that. Because it probably, yeah, because he's like, I can't have food around. Well, uh, you know, I get it. It's just funny what she's triggered by, what yeah. she's not triggered by. Like it's completely opposite, of, you know. Of but me. you're right. But, Normally, yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, that doesn't sound good. But in their mm -hmm. relationship, I can, I can see it. What right. I didn't like was he was it this episode or the or last week's episode where she somebody would be she would be talking i think it was this one but maybe it was last one. and oh, then, he shushed her yeah a couple times like let, <laughs> like he just kept going and saying no i let me say this first and i was like but then she the then she interrupted him too and it's just she so was, funny yeah. they went back and she, forth <laughs> she was shushing him like this entire episode <laughs> up did, until he but, shushed her but it's her show <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> Again, being a podcaster and a person at the same time. And that was but the only, that was the issue yeah. I had with the episode. Like, I thought it was funny too. And I love hearing them together, but mm -hmm. just the zoom thing, it, a lot of times I don't mind it actually, but this time I did feel it more like there was like a little bit of disconnect for me. Well, try you, did you watch it like what did it look like too i know there's like the whole you know human kind of like i don't know the whole behavior aspect of it like did it look bad or no it didn't look bad by the way allison was like when she was telling the story of daniel coming up to her and saying honey are you sure this is what you want to mm -hmm. be doing and talking about like nibbles being able to do math in her head she was like uh -huh bright faced red like very laugh laughing super yeah. hard but also probably kind of very embarrassed but also like couldn't yeah. stop laughing um so oh, okay. i don't know it didn't look it wasn't like a like an angry scowling situation mm -hmm. one um, thing i'll yeah. say about this episode too is allison um i keep saying one thing one of the million things that i will say is that <laughs> um she laughed a lot and i like that laugh that she has where she can hardly breathe mm-hmm and she did that a lot during this episode, which I did notice. And she, she's good at when people, she's really good at just being amused when people give her a hard time, which I yeah, give her credit for. The things I would think would bother her 
don't, yeah. but the things she, that I wouldn't think. <laughs> right. do, like the idea that she gave her husband a script of things to read to her is like, I That's I would have funky. to leave the room. Like I, I couldn't, <laughs> I, did, I don't know how I would deal with that. Like I- Plus I wouldn't spiral that way if, you know, we're meta, but um, I wouldn't spiral that way if my husband, if Bill said, um, is something wrong? I, I might be like, no, nothing's wrong, but then that would be it. What I mean, For I me. get what she I don't I don't understand the situation at all, but I get the sense behind it where if something keeps, you know, it obviously hearkening back to the Monday episode too, she's like turning like the world into like her parents. She's turning mm-hmm. da- Daniel into her parents, but I get it. I do. I appreciate the open communication. I appreciate her saying like what she needs and what she wants because, you know, her and Daniel really they communicate like that well and he mm-hmm. listens to her. The whole script thing. I don't know. Uh, I would have been like a general sentiment, but I get where she's coming from. Execution was probably, you know, I feel like maybe they were different. But, I think uh, maybe he turned it into a script mm, and he might have just been like he she might have been like this is what I want you to say. And he's like, okay, I'm going to write this down. And I think, I feel like that was played up some. Yeah. For, I think for funniness, yeah, for that's comedy. Yeah. another thing of where like the things that I would think would bother Daniel don't necessarily bother him, but the, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that sounded like, like uh, I, I'm, I'm shying away from using the word crazy. So I'm, I'm searching <laughs> for another word to use, but that w- would be sh- sh- genuinely shocking to me if someone like handed me a script of things to say right. to them and not say to them but i i think he literally asked for like okay what, what exactly do you say? want me to say yeah and what exactly yeah. should i not say or whatever and he so. took out his phone and opened his notes like it's yeah. not like she handed him a script but you right. know by the time they were done talking about it it did kind of <laughs> it got blown up that way mm-hmm. but i yeah. think daniel does do that like he kind of um will exaggerate things to be for the for the comedy i think which usually mm-hmm. works. Yeah. When people know that's what he's doing. But sometimes I don't know if that's what he's doing. So then, you know. Yeah, he's a, he's a, an interesting. I remember seeing him at a live show and he was being funny, but also he had kind of like a, a look on his face. Like he was <laughs> a little like peeved. But like if you were only listening to the audio, you wouldn't have been able to tell. Right. So it's it's a, I can I can definitely see that. There was that one time he actually did get mad. Who was it that was on that episode where I thought oh, he was, was a little rude? The... Helen. Helen. Oh, the, yes. And they called that. Oh, Italian, yeah. The Italian yeah. sauce. Like, such a dude. <laughs> salsa situation. Yeah. 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 Although I don't know. I'm a little bit on his side on that one. I feel like because he, he had seen it and he was like, I'm definitely right about this. And people were like telling him he was wrong. He was getting. Also, I don't know. I'm not going to well, go. He didn't explain himself well enough. Yeah, though. he could have explained it better. Also, Allison is sometimes a little bit like uh, makes sport of Daniel a little bit in a way that I think he is a sensitive but guy and he will listen, take it. She, he does it to her, too. It is true. But like the entire point of that whole sauce debacle, uh, gate was that like, <laughs> look at this, this stupid thing my husband believes. He thinks, you know, Saucha is Italian for sauce or whatever. It was it was a little bit. Oh, you know, it's one of those things, though, where. At first, you're kidding around, and he was in on the joke, and then mm-hmm. suddenly the guy gets serious, and that throws me off when that happens. Yeah, I can see that too. I, I, I do. I feel like sometimes her read on where he's at is maybe not always right. exactly on target. Also, sometimes he probably just doesn't want to be doing the show. Um, right. 
which is I sort think, of yeah. Oh, did we talk? Was this the episode we were talking about? I is this I, the one? This sounds it very familiar. Been. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I like, think it might. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it, it's funny because this episode, um, he, so he's inside the house, which I always just think is a bit strange. But you know, maybe it makes sense. Zoom did, wise. But you the see kids, the video. How did Jenna and Al do it? Oh, they're, they're sitting right next to room, each right? other. Yeah, yeah. they're so sitting, they come... always sitting right next to each oh, other. Oh, it, maybe it does have to do with the kids. Oh, no, the, wasn't the babysitter there? Yeah, I was going to say this time the babe, someone was there because they were on the other side, they said, with the babysitter. So why can't I can't? It would be I hard. I mean, she thinks it's my a kids technical are over there, issue. But... She's acting like I... a long time ago, she acted like they couldn't. Oh, it would be too it, weird is... to record in the same room. I don't know. It was some. What was it, Trice? Do you remember? Uh, Maybe yeah, feedback she or something. Didn't know how to get around the technical issue of it of having. Uh, I I feel like this is not. I feel like like Jeff could solve this in like ten minutes, probably. Um, but yeah, well, Al, did she or want Al them? Could... Uh, wait, hold on. When Jenna and Al, when Jenna and Al are together, they each have their own microphone and their own computer with their podcast. When it's with. Allison, do they each have their own computer and microphone, or are they just kind of like sitting at the same side of the table when they're eating, kind of thing? With Allison, when they do record in the same room, they're just sort of sharing all their stuff. I okay. think on one computer, oh, okay. which is why oh. they have to pass it back and forth, and it doesn't work great. Um, so they yeah, end up the, in separate um, rooms on separate computers. Their audio isn't. Okay. I would. I didn't feel like the audio was um, great on Jenna and Al's end, or Jeff's. Jeff's was actually. Kind of, yeah, um, I don't know what's going on with Jeff's. It's kind of yeah, like, robotic kind of sounding. Yeah. Different. So anyway, that that's the audio file segment. You've been called out, Jeff. Wait, yeah. Trice, what did you mean? What did you mean, Trice, when it said like it looked like Jeff had a mask? It was a filter. Oh, what? yeah. So he had like a like a zoom filter or like a like the Instagram filter that makes your face look weird. One of those, except it's <laughs> just like a like a mask, like he was wearing like a that's funny, like a surgical type mask. So I looking at the video at first because they're all in like little Brady Bunch squares, and I was like, oh, is he mm -hmm. wearing a mask to actually record the podcast? But it was <laughs> it was just a filter. He wasn't actually wearing a mask. He was just uh, uh, using a thing, a filter for the times. Mm -hmm. And which is, I guess, a call out. If he can, if he can produce a whole new podcast, he can oh. still produce. Now, Jen, this I contemplated writing this on writing this on Facebook a few on the Facebook group a few times, but I've stopped myself because I didn't want to sound bitter. But here I am. Every time I hear about another podcast he's producing, I do there's a little bit inside me like why did he stop doing allison's but i think at the time he was just doing so much and he had a job but now he can't just come back although tony did that to somebody to a, a drummer if what was that a patreon episode right. no, that was, regular. That was that the was one regular we talked one. about last time that yeah. was the tony solo episode for monday um, he, that's right i'm gonna I'm going to guess that Jeff doesn't like sharing personal information and being a part of it in that way. So he wouldn't come back just as a, as a guest. No, only. no, um, he wouldn't. but, and I don't know that he would push Tony out, right. but um, yeah, having two producers on a show is, is, is interesting. And I don't watch the Patreon, obviously the episode, like just hearing it, it gets a bit confusing with the two drops and like, who's doing what. So Jeff, just talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, was funny. Yeah, Jeff yeah, he was, was funny. Yeah, um, I agree. But yeah, I there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I wish he was. I mean, I love Tony, but 
Jeff is a better producer. I mean, in the end, that's just what it comes down to. Um, I think he's a different producer and he's the better producer for Allison and her expectations right. and what she wants. Yeah, I think that's probably a better um, way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, he's still like a good producer. It's just his, mm-hmm. she started with Jeff and that's a whole different feel and what she, how she wants her show to run. Um, but he was really funny. So I wish he would just come on as, you know, a guest. But but Allison wouldn't let her him because she likes him to the quick, likes that's it true. when he's back with the quick drops. Yep. um yeah i did like i liked jeff's fatty arbuckle joke where at least lisa will get this joke Uh, allison mentioned the whole uh yes please or oh police thing where she's like oh you might get canceled if you you know say the wrong thing or blah 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 and jeff said that's how they got fatty arbuckle which is uh actually a a pretty grim joke but uh i'll i'll leave you to your googles uh yeah, also, he made the joke about Is how, that page two, though, that we need to go to? I was going to oh, say, what page well, do we well, have to go to? <laughs> you might get different results about what actually happened on page I'll one and page two. I'll just have East Coast Jen look it up for us, because mm-hmm. it'll be more interesting yeah. And, yeah. and correct, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, a, a controversy, I'll say. I won't say the kind of dive, though. That oh, she- yeah. <laughs> well uh, mm, no further comment on that uh the uh yeah and he had the joke about at the end of the show how that we're they were talking about how uh daniel does which i didn't know daniel apparently does all her like a uh, photoshop and the videos and oh stuff she posts goodness. to instagram and all this and like oh gosh maybe it's feels funny, a little bit roped into it yeah al probably does a lot of that for jenna too yeah but i would, I say, would so. say al al is a willing partner at this right. point because <laughs> yeah. they're it's their podcast yeah. together. Daniel yeah. to um, hostage, yeah, is what you're saying. Right. I thought Jeff's joke about that was hilarious as well. Um, but Allison, we gotta we gotta pay somebody. We gotta we gotta get, stop making Daniel do all this work. No wonder he's grumpy when he comes on the show. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, that's uh, I thought there was like some side person who was doing all this although, stuff for her, but apparently that's although side maybe person is this Daniel. is how he kinda wants it too, because then the money stays in the family. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think they keep their the money day. separate, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of poor, poor beleaguered Daniel, uh, the Burbank witch. Um, oh, so this, boy. this is they really let that get out of hand. Yeah. I know what that's like as a parent. I really oh, do. Please mm-hmm. speak yep. on it. Give me yep. your thoughts, both of you. Oh, it's just it's just the thing. A kid. We always have this um, problem of. And with with my child, if you start something, it's really hard for to stop because then she just has this expectation that, okay, you let me do it once. So now we're just going to do it forever. If it's something she likes. And so so you really pin yourself in. Yeah, that is why we have not done Elf on the Shelf. Like I refuse to work to work harder, but I get why other people I get why other people do it. Because for them, it works because then, hey, my kid has something to do and it's an extra thing. And like I get it. Me, myself, I'm just not just not in that mind frame. Um, yeah. I also we did a- I also go ahead. Oh, no, I was interrupting you. No, no, no. Say it. We, you did a what? I said we did it one year and uh-huh. then the next year she just begged us to do it again. And I was like, no, we can't do it again. And it, I mean, and she was, in my opinion, getting too old for it. But since we did it the year before, you know. <laughs> She wanted to do yeah. it 
And I know all of this is a phase and everyone will get through it. But mm -hmm. I, I understand Allison's plight. And I know that Me too. people are like rolling their eyes at her and thinking she's like a sucker and all this other stuff. But yet again, she's being a parent and a person at the mm -hmm. same time. Like she's just trying her best. And I get it, especially now when your kids are home all the time. Well, hers are more home all the time. But you just want things to go easy and smooth and conflict. Not have a meltdown. So yeah yes like yep. you know what what hill are you going to die on this one or something else so i get it and we don't obviously see everything that they go through so i'm sure there are times where she's you know puts up her boundaries this is just a hard one for her and i, I get it um but and then i know daniel had... has to carry it out <laughs> yeah yeah i i get that too <laughs> you, you know you put it on the other person but i did appreciate that they were like being like oh you know he wrote you a note or you know just trying to throw some lesson in there it's not like they're just buying toys every single time but this is you know what it's trial and error by the time mm -hmm. owen comes around there will be no Birmingham witch <laughs> it'll be like kid that's what they do at Sorry. school that isn't where right. the, the, the witch stays at school the witch doesn't know where we live kind of thing so yeah exactly. this is part of parenting yeah mm -hmm. You really do get yourself penned into a corner sometimes as a parent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Trice, ready? Are you excited about that someday? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is where you play the Daniel drop. Pass, pass, pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cold music. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not being a parent, it, like the way I think of parenting is so radically different. And so not day to day, you know what I mean? I, I think of there are these small things that you don't necessarily think of, of, oh, we did this thing one time and now literally like your kid now, now thinks all the yeah, time. Th to them, this is like normal. And this is just the thing you do is, you know, whatever, go out and I mean, how, I, I wonder how many kids have to have Halloween explained to them that it's only one day a year, like because right. they after they after they do it like, oh, my God, I had this cool costume when we went out and got candy with all my friends and everything. And then it's just like, oh, tomorrow's normal. Tomorrow's, you know, Tuesday or whatever. It's a it can be a learning process for them. And, and part of part of that learning process for them is the parents sort of having their own learning process of how to get around things, especially mm -hmm. when you know things uh seem to come out of nowhere this is well there is there is such like a, a psychological thing as halloween hangover for kids like the day mm -hmm. like especially like when it's on sunday monday should be a national holiday because all yeah. the that's what i was all, saying you know, like all the teachers have a problem getting the kids focused you know maybe that mm -hmm. friday they celebrated it mm -hmm. you know now it's not fun school anymore it's like ah, we gotta do math first thing in the morning like that kind of thing so you know it, it it's true and and as a and as a person and a parent, sometimes you just are tired and you just don't want mm -hmm. you don't yeah, want to say sure. no. So yeah, yeah. But then you know if you don't say no, then you're creating a problem later. But exactly. sometimes you're just like, uh, yeah. So then you just send Daniel in there to deal with it all. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah. The Burbank yep. witch will solve it. Right. <laughs> oh, that's his new nickname now. I guess it's the Burbank, Burbank witch. witch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, no, oh, his name is Delilah. His name is oh, Delilah, true. everybody. True. <laughs> uh, an extended snack chat this episode. A lot of uh, trick-or-treat and general candy talk. Um, do you, is is there, I assume we're all on the same page, R.E. Crackle. We all enjoy a crackle, I'm guessing. 
it's the... funny because I was like, what's crackle? I didn't crackle? know what it was. What's crackle? Yeah. And now when they told me, or when they told me, yeah, they just called up and told me, you know, <laughs> when they mentioned they about that, it, yeah. <laughs> they're like, Jennifer, listen, I know you that don't know what crackle That could happen, though. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but when they were talking about, oh, it's those little tiny uh, candies that came in a bag, and it was like, one was a Hershey's, one was a Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar, obviously, you know, the best one in the bunch. And the other was crackle, mm. which is, it had a red wrapper, and it was just, it just basically puff rice. It's like a crunch bar. I like smaller. those. Yeah, so that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, it's more crispy than a crunch bar. Um, probably because it's smaller and they just packed it full of rice and like puffed rice thingies. But I had a hundred grand bar for the first time that I remember, you know, because my brain shot as a parent. But uh, this Halloween, I was like, what's a hundred grand? And I had it and it's kind of like a baby Ruth but thinner, I guess. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I wouldn't say I'm it's not the best a big candy fan. out there. But it's, not I, I think because I like the nougat center is, is definitely mm. something. Nougat and caramel together, my kind of thing. But I don't know that Crackle is the best, but it, it was funny how passionate that they were about it and how, <laughs> and how Allison thought that it would be controversial. Yeah, it was hilarious. I like Crackle. I like my candy. I wanted to have either nuts or a crunch. I'm not like a solid chocolate fan or, and I, I can handle caramel and stuff, but I never loved the hundred grand bars for some reason, even though I know they're very popular. Hundred grand were very big in like middle school for me. I mean, they're they were like, fine. They were like the contraband of like, oh my God, oh. They, they have a hundred grand at the, you know, the snack bar or whatever. It was like, if you were the kid hmm. who like could afford to get stuff from the snack bar, which is definitely not me, that was like, that was absurd to me that someone might have like two dollars <laughs> for lunch every day. I was like, "What? That's that that's that's nuts." Um. Uh. But yeah, a hundred grand was like. Whoa! Wait! 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 You had a snack bar at school? In middle school, yeah. There was like there was you know the regular. I went to the wrong school. Yeah. Well, so did I. I was homeschooled. I don't know. Well, that was the oh. wrong school. I can't comment on that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Against my will, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong school. <laughs> yeah, should have tried to get kicked out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like there was the regular lunch and then there was like the snack bar where like you could pay for also cup noodles were like, again, like a luxury item if you're like 13. It was like, wow, they paid for a cup a cup noodle and it was this was like real statusy baller stuff oh i understand what you're saying because yeah. i remember being before i got forced into being homeschooled um my my friends that were bringing their lunch i was jealous of them because i could never bring my lunch because we got free lunch because my you know my family didn't make enough for us to have to pay for lunch sure so i would mm-hmm. but then the interesting is thing is my friends who were bringing their lunch wished they could have school lunch, you know. But I saw them as, oh, they were richer than they were. They were they their parents had more money because they didn't get free lunch, so their parents sent their lunch. I don't know. I, I my brain was weird as a child. I mean, this is third, fourth grade thinking that I had. Yeah, that, it's funny yeah. that that you talk about the whole lunch thing because now, well, right now, and I don't know how it is everywhere. But you know, lunches right now are free for everybody because yeah, of the whole. It is, like, an, it is right here over. too. Yeah. Um, but my kid goes to a different school, not a public school, and kids there want the school lunch, but kids right. in the public school don't want the school lunch. That's so, so like, I'm having 
and I, and I'm one of those parents, like, and my passion lies in making things like crafty and cute. So I have the cookie cutters. I'll make the heart shaped cheese and put on like and do the ball. I enjoy Aww. that kind of like putting things together. But that was like not cool. Like apparently because <laughs> my kid would rather have now granted their food's a little bit different, but they, like the other lunches and I'm like, so you want me to you want to just get paid for Foreign lunch? You don't food? want me to make you lunch? <laughs> like, I could just, you know, I could do this whole thing. But she's like, no, because everyone else gets the lunches, the hot lunches. I want the hot lunches. Yeah, that's what that's my what kid did like, this year. Yep. Like, okay. we were sending her her lunch, and she's a picky eater. So we were sending her lunch. And then suddenly yeah. this year, she wanted free lunch, not free lunch, hot lunch. And I'm like, well, yeah. fine. It's free. I'm fine with that. But yeah. But uh, right. <laughs> why? You don't like half of that food. I think it's because that's what everybody else is eating. Mm-hmm. it's made my life easier, but it was very surprising. Yeah. I didn't realize how much mental energy it took to put yeah. snack and lunch together until I didn't have to do it anymore. But yeah. we didn't like at middle school, we didn't have like a snack bar. I, I think I would have thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying I to think, would have like, been taunted like candy. We wouldn't have been able to afford. I yeah, wouldn't have had money like to buy it. Yeah. Looking into the good neighborhood from the bad neighborhood. Right. Exactly. That's true. I wouldn't have been able to to buy it either. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I was trying to think, what's the big candy when I was growing up? And all I can think is like whatchamacallits. And I, I don't know what those I've heard of them, but I can't. I don't have it, a I think taste. I'm trying to think. I think you would like it because it has crunchiness in it. But I don't oh, know okay. if there's too much. Like, I don't remember if that one has. I haven't had it in a long time. Did and when I say. Sorry, was it? Have you had whatchamacallit before? Uh, I, is that like a peanut buttery thing? See, I think so. Because I'm thinking, was it peanut buttery or was it nougaty? I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm, anyways. There was like mm-hmm. a weird peanut butter taffy thing, which I don't know oh, if that's, that's what you No, call it no, no. That is um, people like yelling it. Like all two people who are listening to the show are just yelling <laughs> it right there. Um, that's like big something rather. That's not that thing was just disgusting yeah oh, i was gonna say that we used to get a long time great. a long time ago at halloween those things if we're thinking of the same like thing a big hunk or something is that yes like... yes and like hey you should know that wasn't that your nickname in school <laughs> uh, a big hunk big but like asterisks like not they in, came not in a rapper in like a strapping <laughs> way <laughs> oh did you go did you go on mute <laughs> You laughed yourself off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Jen. Dr. No, can, Jen. can you hear me now? Oh, there okay. we go. Now yeah. we can, yeah. Sorry. No, I really did hit mute because I started doing that, like, coughing laugh. So, oh. <laughs> and then it went away. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we were talking about candy and Big Hunk. Leanne, you were saying something, but I don't remember what you were saying. Are, they the, are those gross ones, the ones where, like, they were shaped kind of funny, but then they had... Like each end, the the wrapper was twisted. Am I thinking the same thing? It was like a like flat. A, the one I'm thinking yeah. of those gross flat. things. Okay, are you thinking of Tootsie Rolls? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually like Tootsie Rolls, even though they're not either of those things I described as candy that I like. Yeah, I could do one Tootsie Roll every couple years. I like them. I remember getting the uh, fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls when I was trick or treating when I was a kid, and I, mm. I enjoyed the novelty of those. 
Okay. The vanilla, yeah, the vanilla Tootsie Roll was the best. And I'm not a candy corn person, although if I do put one in my mouth, I don't hate it, I guess, but I never think I want one. <laughs> There's a drop. Um, the only, the, Jenna always talks about like the perfect ratio, you know, like the Reese's um, Christmas trees or, you know, like the perfect oh, yeah. chocolate to, you know, but the perfect ratio for a candy corn is the pumpkin. The pumpkin. That's it's, just, heard. it's just like a big, hunk of wax that just tastes so good <laughs> oh yeah, that's my sign sign me up a big hunk of wax <laughs> but it, that tastes good don't forget that oh, tastes good well not gonna leave that, yeah. that i'm gonna leave that one off that part off <laughs> to suit my uh <laughs> your agenda yeah my agenda jenna mentioned the uh butterfingers apparently have changed the recipe and don't taste as good uh, I was mm, never. They taste gross. Yeah, they've always tasted trash, tr- gross. They've always been trash. That's just my stance. <laughs> There's a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm neutral about. They're fine, but I've never been a big Butterfinger person. So yeah, they've they've always felt to me like like candy glass with like a chocolate coating. There's a weird <laughs> texture thing, and there Jenna was, is a weird texture. Yeah, yes. and Jenna was even saying like part of the thing she misses is like the artificial sort of texture and flavor. She didn't um, describe it any better than Jen describe the candy corn yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh is there yeah i can't think people say that all the time like oh this uh this place changed how they make the whatever um mm-hmm. and it's not as good anymore i don't think i've ever come across that that i've noticed like this oh i have or with things or yeah i have with um things before <laughs> That, that's a great sentence, Leanne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as Jackie Cation would say, good story. Hmm. Good story. I'm trying to think of, I'm sure there is something. Oh, um, for me, I think it was just, the only thing I can think of is like fries, right? Like f- fries from fast food places. Oh, that was a big one. Um, yeah, I can think of like somebody like changing their curly fry or like the regular fry. Like definitely McDonald's fries are different than when we first like grew up. Um, oh, I really? I don't like candy. They, they use like a different I don't oil. Remember now, that? You know, they don't use as clogging of an oil, but you know, it's still <laughs> clogging of an oil. Um, mm. I'm trying to think like candy wise. I don't know if anything's changed. I mean, I didn't I realize know. they were changing candies out there. Yeah, and I wonder how much of this is just money, like the the new ingredients are just mm-hmm. cheaper or whatever. And it's yeah. Like, oh, they're right. technically kind of more natural too. Let's put that on the package. Or, or if it's just like a PR thing, you know, mm-hmm. like when IHOP went to IHOP, oh. or when Skittles are like, oh, we did the green apple, or the, you know, it wasn't appreciated. Oops. Here, we'll give you back what you've been missing this whole time. You've been clamoring for and giving us more like PR for. I don't know. See, and I don't pay attention to skittles enough to have even noticed the difference from before to now and mm. oh the skittles thing does remind me of my first episode with um lisa though the jmo patrol when she was shocked that i would um that it didn't matter to me like what flavor i was like i didn't like divide them into colors and then she realized why i wouldn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the thing about for that those, is not, yeah. for those who don't know i'm completely blind so <laughs> I, I i'm thinking okay so obviously skittles don't have a different smell or anything so there's no way to know but something like starburst do you like starburst yeah they not, not I mean, they're not my like 
I'll eat one. I won't turn one down, but I'm never thinking, oh, I want a Starburst. Same with Skittles, though. But the Starburst, you can smell. Like, I feel like you can definitely smell the lemon versus, like, the pink, whatever I that probably could. Is. I've never, like, you just don't opened care. and smelled. Mm-hmm. I, like, luckily, I don't mind the surprise. I know it's going to taste fine. That's a good attitude in life. Well, I like that. not, <laughs> that's not my attitude about everything, but about candy, candy. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least if I know what it is, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that's afraid of food. I do know people who are like afraid to try something they've never tried, like literally afraid. Like that, that's not my issue. Like I afraid, wish it was more actually. Afraid of like a live squid or like, uh, no, like what no, kind like of? Just anything they don't know. Like my own uh. kid is kind of like, can get like that. If it's something she's never had before, mm-hmm. it'll, she has to like really ramp herself up to try it. Hmm. And yeah. I know adults I, like that. I know. Yeah, I like definitely that. have heard of adults who are who are. I think Laura Lapkus used to be like that. Oh yeah, she only ate like oh, yeah. chicken nuggets and like things that were yeah. orange or something like that. Yeah, yeah, basically. I think it's she's branched out because though. She because she has the positive pressure, positive peer pressure of her husband. Husband, just yeah. Like, you know, yeah, your kid has the positive peer pressure of kids in school and wanting to like you know be like others and fit in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Except she still hasn't has transferred to home as far as her eating goes, but. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if, you know, my kid listened to me as well. She listens to her teachers, but that doesn't transfer to home either. So, yeah. Well, get on Zoom. You got to do a whole thing. <laughs> uh, speaking of kids and candy, uh, yes. the, the hot topic of the show was oh my gosh. what do who was in charge of making sure the kids don't grab too much candy uh, uh, trick or treating wise. I, I sort of scrubbed my memory for this. I don't remember this was maddening in, in my me. memory. In my memory, it was mostly adults who yes. were handing out the handfuls of candy yeah. and putting them into yes. the bag. I, or the, yeah. I just, I was like, what is Greg talking? I know all of them were except finally Jenna said, but um, I grew up with tricker and we do this. You put the candy in the kid's bag or container that that the gift candy giver does it i'm not what is this that you hold the candy out to them and they take it thing i the only um i was asking my husband because he's i gave out most of the candy we did trick-or-treating but like i was telling trice earlier we did it with like a little candy shoot so we can be like farther away from the kids um, you know what's funny? We both point- told Trice about our Halloween separately, oh. privately. <laughs> <laughs> it, but now, now we're telling the masses because they want to know too. This is bonus um, content. This is our Patreon feature. <laughs> you owe me five dollars, but um, we'll split it three so, ways. <laughs> but I was like, so I, technically I was handing it to them, but they're, you know, at some point the thing broke, long story. But so the kids were coming up to me um, and I had a big bowl of candy next to me, um, but I was taking from it and then handing it. But every once in a while, you know, cause you get a crowd of people and it's getting dark. Mm-hmm. I feel like the younger, younger, younger kids were the ones that would get like the handfuls I would try for. And so I just brought to my husband and I go, so just hypothetically speaking, like, would you say, like, who is it up to? And I said, when the girls went around trick-or-treating, did they just take one? He's like, as far as I know. And I said, okay, so if you're handing it out, like, who's, who's the onus on? Not who should say it, but who, anybody, like, not would you say it? He's like, it's on, isn't it on the person, like, giving it out, like, here, take one kind of thing. And I don't, if you saw it happening, 
I think a, a small, small kid started doing it and we were like, oh, just one. Like, how hard is that to say? Because even the parents are like, what's going on? Like, why is my kid taking that much? But just say just one or hand it to them. Who Who is giving like control over to a child for candy? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought yeah. Greg was crazy. Um, what yeah. I will say is, it, it's sadly, my kid would be that kid that would take more than one. She really would be. But um, but as Bill and I joke around, this is a joke, but kind of not a joke. Like we adopted her when she was eight. So we blame everything on before that, all the, all the, all the, all the negative things ha- were implanted before we came. <laughs> but yeah, she but would. I was, and- yeah. I was going to say like, when they're like, this is bad parenting. I wanted to be like, okay, we can take this to a whole nother level of being like, you don't know if the kid is food insecure. You don't know like where they came from. You don't know the backstory. Like it's just candy people. (laughs) We tell our kid all the time. We tell her all the time. Just one, just one. Like, it's not like we haven't taught it to her. Yeah. So I think they were just (laughs) being, I think they came from, like, especially, you know, they came from a privileged place of not understanding how other people. I was like, people oh, get. really? Owen yeah. and Elliot? Elliot only took one. Yeah. I've heard Elliot stories. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and who, like, if He's they do, angel. if it does, if he does, if it does happen, then the, just say, oh, just one. Like, what? Right. It's not a big deal. I feel like not that's, a big deal. But this whole letting the kids just grab the candy thing, that yeah. is foreign to me. I was like, people do that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think he created his own problem there. <laughs> yeah, his wife was right. And and my kid wouldn't take mm-hmm. that much candy, like how he described. I'm like, is that real? Wow. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if two little kids with their two little fists could you empty a candy bowl, then, then you, you didn't, didn't have, have a enough. lot in there to begin with. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. and um, you could say, OK, just one handful. I mean, yeah. He's afraid of children because he he's he seems like a guy that would speak up if he didn't like something normally. Yeah. I think it didn't occur to him that this could happen. But yeah, yeah. Greg was a little judgy as far as uh, this is bad parenting da 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 da. Yeah. That was a uh... Well, he he did say the week before being a parent isn't hard and and it, I'm like sooner or later it's going to be, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, I think he, right now he's in the zone that what he's good he's at lucky. and that, yes. and that is multitasking. And that's what a lot of like, when you're their babies and they're little, it mm-hmm. is a lot of multitasking. So good for but you. But apparently his kids sleep for you. through the night and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very lucky. I'd like to hear his wife's take on this all. Right. Um, but you know, everyone has their own way of looking at it, but it's good mm-hmm. for him that it's right now. It's okay. It's I'm glad he's enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and his wife was like immediately, immediately right, like, like was like in his ear saying, "You should have said only right. take one." If yeah, right. Yeah. Which also, I w- I would like to know what kind of candy he was handing out. Right. It, like, is he doing like? The, and also, yeah. I like peppermint candies. I heard their the peppermint patties. I heard their dig on on those, but I like them. Yeah, <laughs> that they're just. I like them as disgusting. a kid too. Yeah. You, as no, a kid, um, I like mm-hmm. them too. I would oh. take them okay. like trick or treat wise, but. No, you're I gonna, enjoy them. But what yeah. would you can, what would you do with them though? When you, when you took them tries, what would you do with them? Uh like a ninja not, star, like throw them. them. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I remember stealing my dad's as a kid because mm. he liked them and he would have and I remember sneaking them to school sometimes. 
are these like the the fancy york peppermint patties yeah I, by the way, it's funny to me. That's like a Grey Poupon thing. Like there was a commercial in the <laughs> early '90s that said it was fancy. Therefore, it must now be the fanciest candy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The the. I don't know. Uh, I one day, one day, perhaps very very far away from now, I will be the one handing out trick or treating candy because I've been in apartments for like the last I don't know. I don't know how long and like not a lot of trick-or-treaters like oh. right now i'm on the fourth floor of an apartment building so good <laughs> they luck have to really work for it yeah, yeah. also the, like the front door is like a secure door that's locked so i don't know how if if trick-or-treaters do come to my door it's probably some sort of trap like there's probably some guy outside with a gun or something but um <laughs> one day i i look forward yeah i look forward to being the guy like handing out like the full-size snickers or reese's pieces or something oh that's, yeah that's my lane. That's that's what that I, I want to be. Yeah. But probably just you'd be handing it to them. You wouldn't oh, just yeah, hold a bowl of them out. No, them. no, you can't. You can't. Or you say take one. Or maybe if you're feeling generous, take two. You have to you have to choose two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That well, that's nice. Yeah. But I know pound for pound, I would say like the best candy is that variety, like the Hershey's and the crackle mm-hmm. and the those ones. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Anyone have anything else for Thursday? I don't. I don't think so. I am scanning. I think we ripped it apart good, well enough. (laughs) Point is, the show is bad. Uh, Allison, if you're listening, you should feel bad. That's the most important thing. Um, That's the most important thing. Yeah. Also, change the intro. The, the ad for child i think of you every of time show. now it's it's like it's been and like two years I'm, almost like i'm on. more annoyed than i ever was now that it got pointed out yeah, like, well that's okay. my my role thank you i like to right. uh, <laughs> insert trouble i'm like the the guy from needful things oh what, um, what was that that you had in your notes that borrow trouble yeah i've heard that one before i yeah. like that that does seem yeah. like a midwest thing yes yeah uh, uh john mo said he didn't want to borrow trouble. borrow trouble yeah uh, so I guess we'll get to the JMOs. Al- oh, Allison had the one where she uses the same tissue for no, an entire day gross. instead of grabbing a new one, and no one was on her side that, on that one. Yeah, and that's when they really gave her a hard time, and she did the la- the laughing that I like. Yeah, I, I had a friend. Breathe. I had a friend like that in high school that had a, one tissue Ugh. in her purse, and oh. she would blow her nose a lot and use it over and over and over again. Um, granted, she basically took it and then folded it down, and the next time folded it down until it became like you couldn't fold it right. down anymore. Then she would throw it away, and she kept it in like her purse, like she wasn't leaving I it around. I could see that her, though, yeah, her desk or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, right. <laughs> like I don't no. leave it around. No, I will do that with the same one, like fold it, and I have to blow my nose some more at that time yeah. during my that one session of nose blowing. But yeah, after mm-hmm. that, it's going in the garbage. Yeah, That's I wouldn't gross. have thrown my mask in the garbage if I used it. I would have washed it. I think he and was let, talking about a cl- uh, a paper mask, okay. I'm guessing. Okay, but I, I, I would hope so. I think Allison was confused by that, too. But I'm like, yeah. he must be yeah, talking yeah. about a paper mask. Right. Like a disposable so. mask. Hard to know with Greg. True. Yeah. That yeah. is true. But the, uh, yeah, the the having one tissue thing, that seems very much like a... Um, a mom thing like uh like 
a, what like a, a gross a, mom. Yeah, maybe like that a, was like excuse me. <laughs> you know, like gross people, like you know, women with mom. kids. Yeah, disgusting <laughs> animal people. Um, human apes, really? Uh, no, but like wow. uh, like a kid picking up on something their mom did, and maybe like the mom didn't come from was was trying to stretch a dollar, and you know what I mean, right. use a tissue as much as possible, and they sort of adopted it. Like I can picture Allison's mom doing something like that. Well, Maybe. and she said one had mascara on it. So is she doing like Gross. tissue oh. for eye or nose? Like what? I bet there's some some crossover. I bet there's a Venn diagram. That's, oh. that's now that's just unsanitary. Yeah, that's like that yeah. is a recipe for like pink eye or something. Jeez. Well, yeah. she got hand, foot, and mouth, right? Oh, right. that's true. That's what Jenna, Jenna pointed said, that out. Jenna yeah. that out. <laughs> that's so true. What if she picked up like somebody else's tissue and thought it was oh, her tissue? Oh, yeah, there you go. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I mean, hopefully there's not just a bunch of people all just reusing the same tissues and then it turns to a, a game of like hot potato or something or musical chairs with someone toy. else's tissue. Well, did you catch that a, Tony's yeah. like, yeah, I've seen some of those around the studio. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, poor Tony. Poor Tony. <laughs> So gross. I mean, he can take all her notebooks he can get his hands on if she's subjecting right. him to yeah. like yeah. Her, and oh. he can ask her why she unplugs everything all he she he wants. All he wants. Yeah. Yeah. He puts up with a lot. Yeah. See? <laughs> and you're saying he should be fired for Jeff. To well, no, and I and I do feel bad about that because I <laughs> actually do love Tony and I rooted for him. And I and I think he's gotten better at the drops, actually. But over I just Zoom, think I feel like people mi- miss him sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, he's happier in life. So it's showing like in his work. Um, But it would be nice to have him back in the studio. Yeah, Um, I think he's better in the studio, too. I don't know what that would take for Allison. Allison to feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. um, He'd like to do I'm sure he's comfortable with it. But yeah. But he's he might be one of the last people she would want to see in person, considering that's all that true. he is doing. Oh, traveling, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, that's true. Also, until her kids can get vaccinated, at least. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could just do like remote Tony, which I guess would be his new nickname, and like have other people <laughs> in the studio and him producing because oh. they have to send him the files anyway. So poor Tony, he would be so sad because he he wants. I think he wants to do in person more than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Ah, Tony. Um, so other JMO was Laura Craycraft, who drinks uh, cold beverages, like in between drinking like a hot beverage, okay. like coffee or something like that. I don't like how Greg handles J- JMOs anymore. This is the mm-hmm. classic Greg JMO thing. This happened I know, I like think the I first forgot. time it came up. Yeah. When there's a JMO, he's like trying to actually answer, like he wants a right. verdict of like, no, this is not everyone. This is just you. Right. Which, I'm I, like- <laughs> It doesn't fit with the spirit of the but show. But then he wanted it explained so, so detailed. I'm like, no, it's just a JMO. It's fine. You either do or you don't. You don't need all this other stuff. And it's not like that. It's, it was that weird of a JMO, to be honest. It wasn't that weird. I mean, shout out to Lori Kraykoff. Thanks for putting yeah. yourself out there. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing uh, wrong with that JMO. Yeah. No, there so, wasn't. I mean. While I personally wouldn't want to take away the warmth of my tea, I don't drink coffee, so I don't get that. Maybe he was, Greg was offended because his rich, bold flavor of coffee is being cut by, you know, pedestrian water. Yeah, his $500 um, coffee or whatever. Right. 97% cacao. I could see people doing, do that though. I could see it. I mean, I don't drink coffee either, but it doesn't, 
and and actually that's the point of the jmo in in a way is this is i know this is a little odd am i the only one that does it but he kind of takes it to a whole other level of <laughs> it's so yeah. weird to me i think i think that would this is the I'm definition like, down, of a jmo yeah. yeah and i think rafi been like this is a jmo just your, like yeah because it's not yeah. like a lot of people do it yeah but it's a JMO. i don't do it, but it it's a good one but but it's a good one yeah yeah and that's the point i do think uh, one is if it's a little different but he was like incensed like <laughs> that it was even i think that anyone would ever do such a I, maybe he wasn't wrong the way he handled it he just has been a little uh and and i and i always enjoyed greg in the past but the last two times i've found him a little um uh what's the word a more abrupt than normal or harsh and he's always been harsh so i don't know why i'm feeling that way now yeah he had well similar to his uh oh, a man. weird edge that i'm not loving yeah there was a a uh a, a, a minor debacle with his hey go fuck yourself where he was oh my gosh <laughs> he's overthinking things yeah i think is what's going on yeah and this is this was but kind of I similar think- but yeah. I think he was yeah, playing that right. up. Like Rafi was saying, like, I think he was trying to like just play dumb at some point. Like, I don't, oh, I wait, well, sure, well, do I, no, I don't know. That's that's I what know. I got from him. I don't know. Maybe. How could he be that clueless? <laughs> that He's was a, little... a perfect uh, Allison drop. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a little controlling. I think that's what it is. I think that, and uh Allison likes that energy because, you know, maybe, I don't know, childhood stuff, but she does well with it and she gives it right back to him. She um, does, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. But she did, I mean, not to give away too much of the Patreon thing, but she did kind of allude to the fact that um, in her backstory thing that there's a different energy there that it's kind of like a civil, sibling rivalry, she said. Yeah, that makes sense as far as their relationship. And I, and I did feel that. Yeah, I do feel that, you know, that seems accurate. <laughs> yeah. that There's that, a little the combativeness. That's what I was looking for for him. For that a, a, a little bit more combative edge, I feel like, that he had in the last two episodes mm-hmm. than even normal. Yeah. Yeah. Greg has always had a little bit of that. For yeah, me. he always has. Yes. But I just feel it more, I guess. Yep. And maybe he'd be different in person too than over Zoom. I feel like he's more distracted. Like he never That's looked true. up everything. He's like looking up, Googling everything during the show. I'm like, I get it a couple times, but he did that a lot during the Monday episode and he did it again during the Thursday. Like he's just like that's his nature of being like a multitasker. Like, you know, that's why yeah, he Yeah, but I don't feel like he easy. did that when they were in person so much. Oh, probably not. Probably because like he was he more didn't have immersed a computer, in it. But he had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he probably had to put his phone like away, or whatever. I will say like the one time that I met him in person at was it Podfest or whatever. He's a, such a nice person and so that's genuine. What I, that's what I remember hearing. So and yeah. like I, I don't know, maybe it's just the way he interacts when he's on mic or whatever. But yeah, I think it's different when you have like your computer and your phone, like everything in front of you. And, you know, you can just Google whatever your question comes to mind without thinking about how it's going to affect the flow. of Yeah, things, so. but I do enjoy him with Jenna and Alan. I do feel like they soften him. So he was better. Yeah, that I was, I was going to say they they dilute the concentration of it all. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he's yeah. so amused by them. It's funny. 
Yeah, no one asked them about soaking or any of that stuff. That was great. Um, oh, thank God. <laughs> which oh my gosh. Definitely seems a hundred percent fake, but whatever. We don't have to we don't have to get into that. Uh please let's uh, moving on. Let's yeah. take a break. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of soaking, uh where can we find Jeez! No. Um, <laughs> Uh, wow. I, I will actually, well, this is unrelated to that, but Jeff did mention uh, his podcast that he's working on called Bad Dates, which I've listened to all, right. all the episodes of, and it's it's a very funny podcast. <laughs> I just started that it. Was, <laughs> that was quite the uh, Jeff and soaking, and I know Lisa's ears perked up. With <laughs> oh, that wow. Also. Listen. Um, mm, yeah. Okay. No, so, yes. But his, yeah, his podcast, have you listened to it? You said I started um, it too. I just started it this evening, and it sounds like it's going to be good. Because Arden Marine, yeah. who, who I enjoy, she comes to play. Yes. <laughs> Love her. Um, yeah. yeah. She's, I, I, and she's. Oh, good. Oh, that's that. that but it sounds it sounds right up my alley. So it it didn't seem like that would be a thing that Jeff. He said he cooked this up. I'm like Jeff doesn't even ever talk about dating anybody. So <laughs> that that was funny right. that he he came up with this concept. Yeah, I wonder if he knew the host because Jeff is just the yeah. I've never heard air. of this guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a it's a. I like the show so far. So I yeah, Arden I think was on the first two, two? episodes, yeah. and Dana Gould I think was on the first one, and then Brian Safi was on number three. Uh, yeah, so I'm yeah or four. It. Yeah, it's a it's a fun. Well, show. Well, he better have Allison on there because oh, that she would has be some. Good. She has some great stories. I when, didn't even think about it. That, but yeah, that would be actually very good. I think like when she good. accidentally dated a uh, white supremacist. So, yep. you know. Oh, man. Yeah, I actually, I should send her a message. I that yeah, well, I hope he, he has thought of her, but mm -hmm. maybe we should all be saying this to him. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> she'd be a great one to have on there. And I'm not just saying that because we love Allison. Mm -hmm. She does have some great stories. Yeah, I actually, yes, I, I, I'm gonna tweet at Jeff today and see what happens. Okay, I'll be supporting that tweet. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be supporting it from afar, even though I'm not on Twitter. You don't <laughs> on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll send my vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of vibes, uh, where I don't know if that's better, but all right. So, uh, where, where can anyone find you if they want to find you uh, on the internet if you want to be found? Neither Crickets. of us want to be found. Apparently, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, who are you? Who are you talking to? Uh, I don't need to be found. I'm not on social media right now. But I will smart. just say, my action item would be: uh, life is short. Check in on people and tell the ones you love that you love them. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, now I don't feel like I can say any of my yeah. stuff. No, she can't tell her Twitter <laughs> now after you talked no. about telling your loved ones that you no, love them was, because you know life what? is short. I, here, here's what I will say. Social media does play a really good role when you use it for good. And because of Leanne and her awareness of social media, we got to tell a fellow BFF person and friend that we really care about her because she saw her tweet. So I appreciate Leanne. So plug your Twitter, Leanne, because it does matter. I don't go on Twitter at near as much as Facebook, but I will say, I, I was going to say mm -hmm. unmute quants. That's what we all need to do. Um, and mm -hmm. I may or may not have been one of the people that would have muted him. Can I won't I tell say. You, I like like six months ago. I I went to his his Twitter or something. I was like, did I have him muted? Like I don't remember muting him, but I think 
I may have had him muted or something. Yeah, like. I think at some point I muted him too yeah. because he does not. I didn't unfollow him, but I yeah. think I may have muted him. Um, so um, so he's at least self aware. <laughs> but um, I will say my find me in the best friends fan cast group. It's a good group. And um, also my Twitter is not very exciting, but it's at Leanne m word i think i don't know i don't tweet myself so i think that's what it is though uh and you can find actually let me double down on that if if you're again i say this all the time if you're listening to this you're probably already in the best friends fancast facebook group um but if you aren't uh, give it a give it a look there's there's some nice people in there um i and am check... oh, go on. i was just gonna say I should have waited, but I was going to say, check out Allison's new podcast. Oh, yeah. Todd with one D, I think. Perry. Upworthy Weekly. I could give them some notes, but, you Mm -hmm. know, they didn't ask me for them. So. (laughs) Like, change that announcer voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's a real voice here. Change it to Alexa and not Siri. That'll solve it. Luckily, mine can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. Because I hate that podcast when I'm listening to a podcast on, not on headphones, and suddenly my, especially when I'm like half asleep. <laughs> oh, and I then they'll, the podcast will say something to that machine. Yeah, because I listen to podcasts at night sometimes as I'm going to yeah, sleep. And, yeah, I do. And then suddenly, and they're like, hey, Alexa, turn all the right. lights on. They think they're so funny <laughs> when they're doing that. And I'm like, oh. Alexa, how do you kill the president? No, 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 don't. <laughs> no, don't Google yeah. that, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, anyway, I think we're we done. So again, Allison, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, you did a bad job. Uh, we don't <laughs> we appreciate hate, you. We yeah. hate you. You know. Hashtag free Daniel. Get that, uh, get that money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hope she is getting paid for it. Yeah, I hope so. That's Upworthy what I a want. Pretty big website, I think. Yeah, so, they're yeah. like the like a nine gag or well, one of those websites I, where it's like, hey, check out this this funny thing at the bottom. I of think all she, the yeah. she's got to be being paid for it because you know she doesn't. I think at this point in her podcasting career, she's not going to just do something just for the exposure. Not something this time. Right. Yeah. This much time right. commitment. Right. Yeah. Oh, in my shout outs, I forgot to shout out. So John Moe mentioned like giving a speech to a bunch of like Minnesota snowplow drivers who were like not used to talking about their emotions because they're all big and tough. So in my shout outs, uh, shout out to Minnesota snowplow drivers. Uh, cry it out, buddy. You're fine. Uh, yes. Let those feelings yes. out. Um, that is kind of fun. Although, oh, yeah, his his anger towards Don Henley. Oh, yes. How he wants to beat up the Eagles yeah, <laughs> on stage. Like, to me, I, I mean, I never watched the documentary he's talking about, and I'm sure they are terrible people, but their music's just so bland to me. I'm just so neutral about them. I never thought to have a hot rage towards them. I can imagine if you grew up sort of having to listen to it, especially like someone who grew up in the 70s and they were like everywhere. Right. And if you felt that same sort of blase way toward them but they were on every tv and every radio you'd be like this is this is and yeah, also he, you're he a jerk like on top right, of i that. was gonna say yeah that seemed to be more like he had a personal yeah uh but i was like whoa okay <laughs> yep okay uh snow plow drivers yes don henley no no 
um uh what's what's the guy with the hot sauce or the sammy hagar that guy uh maybe a maybe i'm not familiar with hagar i i don't really know that yeah. him either i mean i've heard the name but yes all right we are leaving now we are closing leanne thank you very much <laughs> for staying up very late your time oh, i yes. appreciate thank you, oh yeah us. i i, I it, it was my pleasure i was like what am i supposed to say no i'm just kidding <laughs> it, really was, it really was my pleasure what, what, so what's late, the script but, you gave her yeah. try yeah, exactly. that script you gave her <laughs> read the email it, exactly it was my pleasure <laughs> no it really it really was it's just my brain's like short-circuiting now not that you mentioned it was late i'm like well luckily we do get to turn the time back but my yes. child yeah my child's going to get up you know yep at 5 30 yep. instead of 6 30 absolutely yes. uh -huh. so i'm not going to be able to enjoy this uh hour even though it's hard to get her up on a school day but on the weekend she's up bright and early but anyway yeah isn't isn't that funny i'm not saying anything <laughs> new this is not yeah. a just me <laughs> yeah <laughs> every parent has to deal with this oh yeah i watched a lot of saturday morning cartoons at like five in the morning on the time yeah yeah but then they can hardly get you out of bed on a weekday yeah because i was staying up till like one in the morning um <laughs> All right, Jen, thank you also. I uh I uh I appreciate you both doing this with me. It was I don't I didn't it was fun. I was, yeah, I was concerned about see, seeming like clickish, like only inviting the same people, but also like it worked okay last time. And it uh, you know we know I, who meshes, come on. Yeah, yeah. So I again, mean, sure, we'll be offended if you don't invite us next time. That's but... the thing. So <laughs> I guess I have to Oh, see, now you get a taste of what it's like to be a parent once you start something. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> have to invite, you have to keep going yeah this or just invite neither now. one of you to make it seem fair look who do you want to offend more us or people you don't care about so you know mm, it's hard to say these people might be very important i don't know i will tell you though if you need to see if you mesh well with other people i'll understand but i'll know you'll I come won't. back that's I know. okay whatever well i mean i didn't i yeah. didn't mean it i was just saying that to, all right <laughs> That was almost very mature of you. I almost I just appreciate want, that very much. But I, I just want to mess with his head, I guess, on this front. He'll never know what, which one I really mean. Yeah, boy. I think All you right. can guess, though. On, on that note. <laughs> When the snow starts a-falling, there's a man you should be calling. That's KL54796. Let it ring. Mr. Plow is a loser, and I think he is a boozer. <laughs> so you better make that call to the Plow King. Jabberjaw, the cutest boy I ever saw. He was standing behind me. He was such a dream. He kept looking right my way. I wanna see him every day. Randy told me where he lives in Minneapolis. Hung around the
said I heard you.